Yo. Yo. Welcome to the Hive Hustle, the captivating podcast about street culture, uh, dance, hip hop, um, crump, roller skating, whatever I'm um, involved in. And yeah, man, anything that's helped me grow as a person. It's official now. The Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. Today, I got a great guest by the name of Matt Gobb. Hey, what's up? He's over here willing to meet with me, willing to have a good conversation and really get to know each other, man. Um, Welcome, bro. Thank you, man. Let me get situated. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. That's better. Okay. Favorite color. So, first things first, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, bro. Um, I just kind of woke up and... uh, made my way over here okay yeah hey that's always a great thing yeah when you don't have anything crazy going on in the mornings um <laughs> so tell me first who are you who's who, matt gobb who is matt where gobb? where are you from <laughs> yeah. what how what got you into dance okay. and all that okay cool i love this question because like i told you before uh, i'm this is my second time only being a guest okay on a podcast so i love this question but uh matt gobb i'm 29 years old. Okay. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Um, born and raised there. I was there for about 16 years mm-hmm. and then I moved to Vegas. Okay. Um, and I think in like 2011 or 2012. Did um, you just say Chicago? Yeah. Yep. You know, I was born there, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know St. That. Anthony Hospital. Okay. I was in a Roseland, okay. Roseland Hospital. Gotcha. Yeah. I live, we lived on the South side, bro. That's where Mafioso comes from. Oh, let's go. Yeah. My family was a part of the mafia out there. Yo. Yeah. For real? <laughs> yeah. That's dope. See, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, that's that. why we do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it, Chicago, when did you yeah. move here? Um, 2011. Okay. And then, yeah, when I came out, before I had moved to Vegas, I was just a b-boy like i was just breaking oh really that's it i first I, style i didn't know choreography at all like wow. i i had two left feet pretty much so a lot of people don't know that i either, didn't you know dang yeah. that's crazy okay <laughs> yeah and i i mean did you train in it or was it just something you did for fun that's that's just what i did for fun um I mean, Jabberwockies inspired like a whole like Obviously. generation of people, yeah, um, me included. So when they were on TV, I was in like the eighth grade. So mm. that was like the coolest thing I had ever seen because I never really saw like Filipino men representation in that yeah. way. Yeah, like like uh, they just For your were never culture that's yeah, big. Yeah, they, they were never spotlighted like that until like like they were, and then like everybody at school was talking about them. Mm-hmm. Like they were just you know, the best thing ever. They so were the, it, the household name yeah. of hip hop dance. So it, it felt good to like, to feel like someone similar, like come from like a similar background, mm-hmm. culture, household. You could relate. Yeah, that they could relate. So I was heavy into sports actually um, all my life, like as a, as a young kid. And I was actually on the football team and I had, le- I left because I, I like dancing more just by seeing them, you know, and I kind of like lost the love for, for football. And mm-hmm. um, then I shifted into b-boying okay. and then moved to Vegas. And then, so you moved to Vegas when you 2011. Yeah. How old were you? Yeah. I was, um, 
I remember being a junior in high school because gotcha. I did two years of high school in in Chicago and then two years to finish in Got Vegas. Got you. Okay. So what, yeah. school, what high school did you go to? Coronado. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coronado High School. Comedy. That's I'm a chaparral kid, bro. Yeah. I'm okay. a chaparral kid. All right. <laughs> so the woman's prison. <laughs> no windows. <laughs> so, okay. So you went to high school. So you have a little bit of history in Vegas. Yeah. 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 How did you get involved with the dance scene in Vegas? So um, they had a dance team, like an all-male dance team program um, in Coronado. And okay. they, they never had that in Chicago. Like, I, I would think that they had, like, some yeah. sort of uh, dance integrated into the school program, but mm -hmm. it was just more uh, clubs still. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but then when they came out to Vegas, they were like, oh, they, they have a dance team. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, it's probably just... It's probably just all girls because um, yep. that's what I was used to. And then they that's more or less what you see in Vegas. Yeah. Too. And then they were like, no, it's an all male dance team. I'm like, oh, I ne I've never heard of that before. Like yeah. where I'm from in, in Chicago, they they don't do that there or at least they don't um, really push pay, pay attention and push yeah. it. So it's part of like like a team sport more mm -hmm. so than a club. Yeah. Um, but in Coronado, they did. So it was a P.E. credit. I'm like, well, what am I doing? PE first first uh, class in the day like yeah. that's that's I got, I'd rather dance <laughs> yeah exactly so I'm like I rather dance the uh, sixth period than mm. first period PE yeah so I took that credit and then you know? started doing choreo from there okay yeah did you how did okay so you did that in choreo in school how did you get in because obviously school yeah back then in 2011 2012 school was different than the actual Vegas dance scene, yeah. in my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, yeah. So how did that integration happen? So um, that integration happened when I became a, a senior. Okay. Um, I auditioned uh, for Mecca Me. Oh, this, this yeah, this the is OG where it hits. crew. Yeah, this gotcha. is where it hits right here. <laughs> yeah, so Mecca Me made in uh, two thousand and three. Okay, and they, they have been around in the yeah, they've been the they Vegas OG scene. bro. Yeah, yeah, Mecca Me's the old yeah. like if I'm not mistaken, besides Culture Shock, from my understanding, I might be wrong. Yeah. But two thousand three was like the first like real choreo crew in Vegas. Yeah, was Mecca Me. Yeah, Mecca because Me. you had Mecca Me, and then if I'm not mistaken, right after that, I just talked to Troy yesterday. Yeah, was high profile. Yeah, and then right at that time. Mecca created Hypnotics yep. and then you had Culture Shock. Yeah. And from my understanding, like 2003 to 2006, that was like the first couple ones. Yeah. And then everybody else came after. Yeah. If I'm not I, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Like we had B-Boy crews and we had freestyle crews in Vegas. Everybody was a freestyler and a B-Boy and like Crump like came yeah. in like early 2000s. But Choreo, that's the first I heard of. Yeah. So you were definitely in an OG yeah. crew for sure. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how that happened. Okay. Um, my cousin actually was on that on that team at the time, um, even before I had moved to Vegas, and she was already talking about it while I was still living in Chicago. Mm. So she was like, "When you come out here, you you're gonna come and audition for yeah. Megami." And so I did do that in 2011. I, I just first got here; I knew nobody, mm. um, and I auditioned. Of course, I was the choreography. Like, there's still some videos out there. And the choreography, it, it looked bad, man. It looked all bad. Like hey, we gotta start somewhere. <laughs> we gotta right? start somewhere. And it's so like, when I see it, I smile and like the, I used to cringe, but the cringe factor goes away now because yeah. I'm like, I that's you know that's where I, that's where it started, and mm -hmm. it's like humbling to see the journey because oh, of, yeah. of where I'm at now with that. But yeah, it it started in 2011. Uh, and funnily enough, I'm actually doing a Mecca Me alumni video with them 
uh, this month. Let's and go. That's it had, tight. It had been like six years since, since I had, yeah. yeah. And I just reconnected with them like last month. I mm-hmm. stepped into that studio and like all those memories started oh, yeah. rushing in. Oh yeah. And it, yeah, for, for me, it just makes me, it makes me humble to like see where I came from and the fact that there's still such a big support foundation within them still. Yes. You know, cause and they, that's great when it comes down to making me like, yeah. One thing I can say for coming from a freestyle side, cause I never was like, besides learning a couple classes with hypnotics, like I was never in a part of a choreo crew. Yeah. Like I'm a part of dope show now, yeah. but I'm so integrated with the crump world that I, it's hard for me to be consistently training with them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But like outside of hypnotics and dope show, I don't take choreo classes. Yeah. So, but anybody that's a freestyle dancer in this city if they're involved, they know what Mechami is. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like, there's only a certain amount of crews that had a real strong foundation. And Mechami is one of them. When you hear Mechami, you literally know what they're, what, what it is. Yeah. They're, it's 2023 and they've literally been a crew 20 for years. 20 years yep. now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now. Yeah. Okay. So we know that obviously your choreography background comes from Himekami and I did not know you were a b-boy so that's yeah, dope yeah. to hear um what made you be a respiratory therapist respiratory therapist <laughs> like so, what like you creative as heck yeah dancer Chicago Midwest one of the best Midwest cities in my personal opinion yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree 100 like the bulls <laughs> that's all we got to say <laughs> like but respiratory yeah. is it i'm not being stereotypical please don't cancel me youtube is it because you're asian in the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy swarm culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing roller skating hip-hop and street culture through curated events workshops performances and collaborations swarm brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, no, just, that's why I'm like, go ahead. Okay, no, no go ahead. You're- well, yeah, so, the, you know, uh, for people that don't know me, uh, I am full Filipino. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I come from a family that that they don't see creative and arts to be something supplemental. They they and I don't necessarily blame uh, blame my mother because she's come from such a different hustle. Mm-hmm. Like her hustle was moving from, you know, Philippines on her own, not knowing anybody to a whole different country yeah. to make stuff happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, to Ooh, bring the opportunities. Yeah, I get you. And I had this conversation with her recently and I said, it's because of you, because of your, your hustle, your sacrifice that I had the option to be able to, to do what I truly love. Generational you know? changes. Exactly. And I was like, and I don't expect her. She, she understands more so now, but like back, back then it was hard for her to like make that connection because she wasn't, she wasn't raised that way. She didn't, she didn't find that success that way. Her Mm -hmm. love is within like the, the passion that drives her into do what she puts her mind to. And that, that really transitioned to me. And that's why like, you know, my, my mother's like everything. She is everything. Oh, me too, bro. I'm I'm an only child. Yeah. I'm single mother. Yeah. I didn't have a father growing up. Same. Which don't get me wrong, I got great genes yeah. from him. I just went to the doctor like three weeks ago, bro. 
only thing wrong with me is like vitamin D deficient. Oh. But besides that, no high blood pressure, no high cholesterol, Healthy. no. I got asthma, but that's because my mom smoked cigarettes yeah. her whole life yeah. in my house, <laughs> like where I, when I was growing up. Yeah. But that's that. bound to happen. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like I literally understand the thought process of having a mother that's a hustler. Yeah. Because my mom took the bus from Boulder Highway in Flamingo to Circus Circus in the early 90s, and she worked graveyard shift to make, what, 15 bucks an hour back then? Yeah. Because she was a cage cashier. And taking the bus, bro, like, walking from, taking Flamingo up to Las Vegas Boulevard, taking the Las Vegas Boulevard bus, like, yeah. bro, at 30-something years old, when you got a, a seven, eight-year-old, like, that's not easy. Yeah, that's I, not I'm grateful for the position I'm in, but they work so hard to get us where we're at. Right, right. Got you. So respiratory therapist. Yeah. Did you have to go to school like tremendously for that or? Um, it was a, an accelerated program. So uh, nurses go to school the same amount of time as well, two and a half years. Okay. But we don't have any breaks of like, uh, maybe if it's like a Christmas break, it's maybe like that weekend days, or yeah. like that couple of days, but it's all throughout the year. So, Got you. you know, we're doing lectures and then we go to our externships. I've externed in like all these hospitals out in the Vegas Valley. Mm. I've worked in in two major hospitals. You um, did the whole COVID thing yeah, too, huh? Yeah, from the beginning to like pretty much the very last wave of COVID. I was working on the front lines, a respiratory therapist. We're well, up in you. there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because I was sitting at a desk doing marketing for a company at that time. Yeah. I was there at their office, but I was nowhere. I, they tried to call me a front line. I was like, I ain't no front line. I'm sitting in a room by myself mm -hmm. doing marketing. Yeah. You're front line. Yeah. Like, thank you, bro. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart. You know what I'm saying? Now, shifting back to your creative side. Mm -hmm. What's Experience LV? Experience LV is something that I also um, made. It kind of curated and came to fruition during the pandemic. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. So it was a dream of mine to to host a, a dance convention, more so on the choreo side, um, and just bring in teachers and like have that scene, like something from Vegas, you know, Vegas made mm -hmm. and... We just don't have, have yeah, because we don't have a lot. We have mm -hmm. conventions that come into town, but we don't have all ours. the time. But we don't have Vegas, yeah. and it's like a community for the community kind of mm -hmm. thing, and that mm -hmm. we could be proud of, and that people can like come back and be like, "Hey, are you going to experience this year?" Kind of thing, and it's like that's something we could be proud of. Yeah. And what we were talking about a little bit on the side earlier yeah. is like building that culture. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You and I like both understand this fully, but. We're here building a culture, uh, a Vegas culture, because yeah. compared to like a Chicago and New York, it's not as old. It's not as like as much history. But <clears throat> the thing is with that is that people just count them out. Like coming from a different city into mm -hmm. Vegas, when I first came here, the stereotype was always there is no culture or they're always being counted out and stuff. And like people really don't don't understand that because living here for 12 years now and you've been here longer, mm -hmm. like people don't understand how much Vegas is a gym. Yeah. And they just think, oh, it's the strip. Yeah. Oh, if, if you're not on the strip, there ain't nothing else here. Yeah, there's so and much it, to do. it's like people don't, they don't, they can't get over that. Yeah. It's also kind of like hot and cold. They're like, Vegas gets cold? I'm like, Man, you don't you don't, you even, don't even know. know. Bro. Vegas, don't even Vegas know. rains. You yeah. don't even know. Like, you don't even know, man. Not on the it's day like, it's supposed to rain. Yeah, 
but two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it just like recently. Just yeah, like it recently that's happened. That's what I mean. <laughs> Literally, that's what I'm mentioning. Yeah. Hillary, Hurricane Hillary. No, nah, we're not gonna hit you today. <laughs> two weeks later. Two weeks later, we're gonna We love you. <laughs> like, come on. Yes. But, okay. Yeah, I feel like there was So is it just a convention? Because I know you have a podcast too, yeah, right? Yeah. So um it it started as a dance convention, but then I started to branch it out into like um, because I started getting to the topics of the avenues of LLC and like yeah. and and all that stuff, and I started to learn about that and to realize again, like, and it can go to a lot of things, but instead of hold captivating yourself in this box, like you can you can use your talent or what you're known for or just the knowledge that you've accumulated mm -hmm. throughout the years, and it can go into different avenues, and yep. you can use that as the bridge to bring more awareness and more um, outlets and more resources to what you love mm. and people kind of like stick in their box a lot of the time. I'm a dancer. That, yeah. I'm a dancer and this is what I do and this is what I what I breathe and this is what I die for. It's like, yeah, we get that, but like what else? Yeah, you what else? Like there there's more that you can do. Like yeah. we can do. Yeah. Like everybody can and you know, it in that way it always just brings more to to the thing that you love and why not, yeah. you know. And I feel like podcasting, videography, photography, uh design whether that be web graphic digital print just creative genes in general all of us dancers have them yeah like if i give dancer if i give a dancer photoshop they could probably learn it in a couple months because that's the creative gene that they have in themselves yeah. you get what i'm saying and i feel like you're right like swarm brand started off as a clothing line mm -hmm. now it's a digital marketing agency i have a podcast i throw an r&b event I have a clothing line and not only that I have like a physical space for people to rent. Yeah. So literally one idea turned into five different brands. So I totally get it. And I'm hoping for the best because in reality, I love the name experience dance LV. Cause I feel like you're experiencing dance in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like that's just, so dope to me. Just, yeah. It makes you feel proud of like yeah. that. And, and uh, our city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was to say like, that's for, for every, it's for everybody. It's not me. It was just, I was the person to yeah, like, you're the, you're the, that. you're the, um, the director of the Avenue, yeah. but the Avenue is for everybody. But it's all for, yeah. it's for Vegas. And that's the same thing what Swarm Brand is, man. I feel like all of us have these little brands that we have. And if we cultivate them, this city will become massive. Yes. Yep. So, okay. Now, I want you to tell me breathing is crucial in respiratory therapy. Yeah. Right? Breathing is crucial in dance. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, both of your careers have to do with breathing, mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. What techniques have you built to improve your breathing and dancing. Yeah. Or have you? Yeah. Have you? You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I think it's um, it's a great question because I implement it when I teach my dance classes or workshops when mm -hmm. I'm out in different cities. Um, funnily, now that you say that, because I do incorporate that all the time because mm -hmm. of just, I think it starts with the base knowledge of knowing like how your lungs work. Yeah. Um, cardiopulmonary. So like with the heart as well. And the fact that they're so close to each other in mm -hmm. your body that they're so close coinciding that they they work together. So um, if you if you get nervous, you start breathing faster, your heartbeat starts going faster because they're so closely coinciding. So as a respiratory oh. therapist, it's actually considered a specialty, a cardiopulmonary specialty, 
Um, nurses do like the IVs and yeah. all this stuff because people just think it's nurses and doctors. That's it. No, there's a but, whole. Yeah, there's a whole team and yeah. big grand scheme of, scheme of things. But uh, to go back to it, um, just understanding what the lungs do and what the oxygen really does for your body. So like if I'm dancing and I'm forgetting about my breath work, if I'm not being uh, aware and it comes with experience too. Yeah, it, it comes with experience being more like aware instead of being like tunnel vision and yeah. like I got to do the like dance, I got to do this, yeah. or yeah, for whatever that is, you got to be more body conscious mm. and aware of the breathing because if you're gonna restrict your breathing, mm -hmm. then you restrict your movement in lots of ways. And I like to tell my students in class that if you're holding your breath and you're not realizing your breath work, you're you're not giving access to your body to do everything that it can mm. because your your muscles need to get that that oxygen from from your feet all the way here but yeah. you have to let that gas exchange happen with the oxygen in your alveoli and your lungs and then it goes to the rest of the body mm. but if you're over here forgetting about the breath work then at swarm branding we're not just a digital marketing agency we're your key to online success let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. then everything else is going to go down like a domino effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have to breathe. Yeah. I was going to say the moment somebody feels like they can breathe and you, you can attest because you have yeah. asthma, yeah. everything else starts to go down yeah. quick. Literally. And then that's it. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, breath work is very important. Um, and there's, there's, there's ways to do it. And I think you just got to really be comfortable with, with your body and like the situations that you're in that you find that you're not breathing, mm. you know, and that you're forgetting that's, that. And that's what I've noticed in my like personal journey is like when I do lab now, because I've been consistently labbing like every Friday for like yeah. the past year. So what I work on is like being able to not just move my body differently, but like when I'm in this position, do I feel good breathing? When I'm in this position, do I feel differently? You know, like I feel like breathing is the last thing people think about when they're dancing mm -hmm. and it should be the first. Yeah, it really should. Yeah, You know, so that's crazy, man. Like, I just thought it was crazy to the coinciding of like you being a dancer and you having to breathe yeah. and then you're a respiratory therapist. So it was yeah. like it was a really crazy like point together. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now. <laughs> Within hip hop, because obviously you're a break dancer, mm -hmm. obviously you're you're a choreographer. Outside of break dancing, is there any other styles that like intrigue you more, yeah. or that you would like to learn, or that you want to get into, or do you feel like you're where you're at and you're what you want to have? Yeah. Um, well, popping is always going to be a, a love Ooh. for me. That's it's. It's a. I remember you a, training with Boogie D for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. uh, training with Boogie D. Um, yeah, for like a couple months, uh -huh. and I I just love the art of popping. Um, it's a timeless, mm. it's a timeless style, and like I could watch that all day. Like yeah. besides b boying, I can watch popping all day. Like mm. it's it's just it's it's dope, and just to see like uh, 
I mean, comparing it to breakdancing, like, or to b-boying, that the preservation, like, I see, like, you know, people still popping and they're yeah. like, they're like 70, 80. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's That's, that's one so thing dope. about popping and like certain styles that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Because if you're not using your body totally, like breakdancing, you yeah. could do it for a long period of time. Yeah. Like, I... When I'm probably in my 50s, I could probably still throw a crump around. Yeah. It won't be as effective, but I could still throw it. Yeah. Breakdancing? That's hard. You're That's probably tough. only going to be able to top rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. That's why I'm <laughs> Maybe <right>. a six <laughs> step, but depending on if you can get to the yeah. ground. <laughs> yeah. And um, another another style I love to watch um, is tap. Really? Uh, I love watching tap. It's... It's such a, an old, it's a older style, but like it tells so many stories, just like Crump too. I, I was mm -hmm. going to have this list of everything. Yeah. Know? I'm well, a lover hip -hop, of movement. Hip-hop in general to yeah. me is a great, is a really great style. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, hip-hop, Crump isn't hip-hop. No, it is. Yeah. Like I'm saying it on wax. Yeah. Crump is a version of hip-hop. Like literally, like the music it was derived, derived from hip hop. Do yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we were dancing to sped up hip hop tracks before mm -hmm. we had our own crumb tracks. Yeah. So yeah, but that's cool, man. Um, I, I'm glad that your knowledge isn't capped. Mm -hmm. You're still wanting to learn yeah, because I feel day. like as dancers, that's why I got in the dope show to be totally frank with you because I was like, I felt like I was hitting a cap and I'm like, I need to learn, yeah. but I like camaraderie. Yeah. I don't like to just go to classes that I don't know people. Yeah. That's why most of the people I interview, I know them personally, or I've done a gig with them, or we've linked before, or we've kicked it. Yeah. Because in reality, like, that's how I can build a conversation. If I don't know anything about you, I don't really want to, like, or unless if I feel the need to get to know you, that's different. But, like, I'm really big on community and camaraderie. Yeah. So that's why I ended up getting in Dope Show because Brandon, I've known Brandon since District opened. Yeah. Uh, under the radar yeah. days. Yeah. 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 And like when I was teaching at District in 2012, 2013, Brandon was the intern. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. That. So, <laughs> but man, um, now this is the last question, but this has been great, dude, just to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, as someone with like diverse skill sets, obviously, you know medical, you know healthcare, you know dance you know, creative. Um, what's the next steps? Like, what do you, what do you have yeah. planned? What do you got going on? What's Matt Gobb doing? Yeah. Um, well, the next step right now is I'm actually focusing um, on my own podcast as well. Um, I got my first season redistributed onto, um, you know, Roku channel, Amazon okay. Fire. Cool. Um, WC well, we gotta TV talk app because yeah. I want to get this distributed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's talk. No, most this. definitely. Okay, and like it's a world that I'm still learning and all that because uh, TV network is is a little different. Like when it comes to format, when it just mm -hmm. comes to like way of shooting, it's slightly different than just like podcasts or like YouTube. Totally but different. it's yeah. Um, so with that, I've been really focusing on my second season because okay. we were able to redistribute season one. It's out there now on the internet. Um, and season two is going to be really focused on um, the Vegas entertainment industry. Okay. Because season it's, one. It's building right now. Yeah. Because season one was very focused on like, let me pull from like different kinds of aspects um, instead of like dance. Let me, let me learn from like this local realtor that, yeah. you know, or let me like from this and from that, a rapper, this and that. Yeah. And season two is specifically on Vegas entertainment industry because it's mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, why not? Like, uh, we do know about that topic. Yeah. I know about that topic. And it's like, you could bring in all these people and like get an insight of that. So that's like what's going on right now. And then um, simultaneously, 
um, still working and booking with dance. Okay. Um, but they also wanted to shoot a documentary. Um, yeah, and this is in the works, and it's going to be like years in the works. This is like our first year, like writing script and like doing mm -hmm. all that. But it's called um, Frontline to Front Row. Okay. And it's like my story on the COVID pandemic um, okay. and everything that I had been through through that more in an in-depth detail. Okay. And then into my transition of not leaving the profession, but like just kind of having it on hold. Like I still have my license to practice and I still keep, keep it up and all yeah. that stuff. But I put it on the backseat for now to pursue, um, my, my dance profession yeah. and like be in the shows that I'm in and do the gigs and yeah, do all that. Yeah. Cause you're an illuminate, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I, I left, um, that profession not knowing anything yet and I was just doing auditions and I just kind of jumped and see if I could fly. And so, that is what that doc documentary is going to be about. That's going to be dope. Well, yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. Man. Thank you. Well, hey, yeah. this has been great, bro. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. appreciative of you. Um, Y'all go ahead and like, subscribe, get us into the algorithm. Follow him, Matthew Gobb, on Instagram, Experience Dance LV. Look it up. Yep. Uh, right. This has been episode five. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good one. We'll see y'all soon. See you, man. It's official now. The Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts. Even through a major loss, still remain a boss. Resonate with greatness. Celebrate creators. Ain't no blanket statements. Elevate and claim it. So amazed I'm making a way for those in need. Mold the blame. Showing change in the growing me.